Welcome to the Somatic Healing Podcast. We are your hosts, Jen and Melody. In this space, we do the work of coming back to your body, rewiring the nervous system, and learning to run your business with ease, joy, and pleasure by finally breaking free from trauma. We dive into the link between business and the nervous system and how to create safety in the body by healing in a gentle way, which allows us to show up authentically in the world. We do all of this without spiritual bypassing, toxic positivity, or using techniques that leave you feeling stuck or re-traumatized. We're here for the long-term sustainable transformation. Welcome to this portal of expansion, healing, and correlation. Okay, so I just did a test and deleted it because it was giving me like a signal that the connection was not okay. Where am I? Where am I here? Okay, perfect. Because um, I was just telling you that lately we haven't been doing lives on the Facebook group because it keeps giving us messages that the connection is not okay. We basically live like in the middle of nowhere, like in the mountains in Andalusia and it's gorgeous, gorgeous. But it's true that our internet is not the best and we do have a specific system um like a specific internet thing for us to be able to work online because obviously this is what we do but for lives mm, not great anyways it was fine so i am so excited today is just me jen is not here um they are in barcelona doing some paperwork um and i still wanted to go out here and keep talking about the archetypes and i'm so 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 excited because this one i know it's going to be one archetype that a lot of you are going to resonate with and this is an archetype that i'm quite familiar with as well apart from the achiever and i just think it's going to be so so amazing so let me just pull off my notes because i want to make sure that i don't forget anything <coughs> also i am still recovering from a cold so i might cough on the way um okay so if this is the first time that you're listening, by the way, this is also going to be a podcast episode. Um, so just know if you're listening to the podcast, I'm live on my private Facebook group where you can actually join if you want. Um, I'm going to leave the link down below so you can um, just apply to get accepted. There's like a private Facebook group community where we put like exclusive exclusive content and things like that and of course if you're more like a type of like video person maybe that's better for you than a podcast and if you prefer like doing things while listening to an audio then I would invite you to move into the podcast version so regardless of why you're listening to this <coughs> if it's the first episode that you're tuning in the previous um classes that we've done were about the archetypes the ceo nervous system archetypes and i'm sure you're new to this concept because <laughs> i came up with it um, and it was a very fun idea for me to present all the nervous system information to ceos and executives that want to connect with it but more like in a fun way like i think it's much easier for us to sort of understand it and integrate it when it comes with the archetypes like humans love to identify with something that's why we love you know human design and we love like human types and things like that because like we feel like we belong and we'll like come up with a label for ourselves that made us feel like we have an identity because basically so just just as a little recap nervous system and business are very very connected and when I started doing this work, 
I saw nervous system work as something apart from the business, something different from business, right? Like thanks to nervous system work, I was able to heal from chronic illness. Thanks to nervous system work, I was able to, you know, heal chronic anxiety, chronic migraines. Like it's just changed my life completely. But I saw it as something separate from business when in reality, the nervous system rules absolutely everything. The nervous system determines how you show up for your business, how you connect with clients, how you connect with people. The nervous system influences how you feel. Like everything that you do starts within your body, starts within your nervous system. So of course they are absolutely linked. Like business and nervous system are so linked to each other that actually nervous system regulation lies down that foundation for us to be able to (coughs) feel good while having business, have balance, you know, like have fun, feel relaxed, connect with people and things like that, right? So anyways, in order for me to sort of link these two concepts that I am so passionate about, I came up with these CEO nervous system archetypes because one of the foundations for nervous system regulation is actually understanding how your body and your nervous system works, what I like to call like the nervous system blueprints. Um, and one, one way for me to expose this information is through these nervous system archetypes. So basically today we're going to focus on the pleaser, but there are five main archetypes Um, We've talked so far about the warrior and we talked about the achiever and we also talk about the sleeping beauty (coughs) and today I'm going to talk about the pleaser which is linked to the phone response of the nervous system. Now, we all go to these archetypes in different moments of our lives in different moments of our business, in different moments throughout our day. I don't want you to now overly identify with this label and just say like, oh, this is who I am. Because this is just to give you an understanding of how your nervous system works, what your nervous system tends to do, like how it tends to react and respond, and also give you hope because those archetypes can be shaped because the goal is to be able to move as much and as quick as possible to the magician archetype, which would be like the ventral vagal system, right? Like this system where we feel safe, we feel connected, we feel at peace, we feel relaxed, we can have fun, right? Like feels like I'm Brazilian, I can do things. It's this sense of okayness. So the goal is to be able to move there. So don't overly identify with this label. Just use it as like, oh, I understand why it's like that. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay, let me pull up my notes. Oh yeah, something before I forget. Every archetype has like balanced traits and unbalanced traits. Here we're going to focus on the unbalanced because we're going to link it to 
nervous system dysregulation, but know that once you're actually able to alchemize, you know, your trauma and your nervous system and actually be able to embody the magician as much as possible, you will be able to take from each one of the archetypes, like the balance traits. Like, for example, I take a lot from the Ativa traits, right? Like, they all have, I don't want to say good or bad things, because things are not as binary, but just so you understand what I'm, what I'm trying to say. So I'm going to start giving you a few of the traits for you to sort of identify this pleaser archetype. So when this phone response is activated in your nervous system. So the pleaser archetype, when you are embodying that pleaser archetype, you don't know how to ask for what you need. Maybe you don't even have an idea of what you actually need to want because you're constantly tuning into the needs and wants of others in order to satisfy them. So there, must, there might be this disconnection with yourself and with what you actually want. And this can show up in business a lot as just following other people's strategies. You hire the mentor, you take everything they say but you don't ask yourself if that works for you. Like, is this really what I want to do? Is this strategy what I want? Does it feel good? Or do I need something else, right? And maybe you do <coughs> know what you want or what you need. It's just very difficult to follow through and ask for it, right? So there's this sort of disconnection and it's this focus on other people. And this can show up as well with clients, like, for example, you might not be able to ask your clients for what you need or for what you want in the sense of like setting boundaries. So no, I'm not available in Boxer on Saturdays and Sundays, whatever, like, I don't know what your rules are, I don't know what your boundaries, you would want your boundaries to be. But there is like this sort of like fear of if I ask for it, like if I say something about it, if I express it, they might leave me. If I say, oh no, sorry, like I'm not gonna listen to a 10 minutes audio, can we give it a two minutes so we can focus like one thing after another? They might get pissed at me and they might think that I'm not a good coach, right? Or if I'm not <coughs> just, if I'm overextending the time that we have in a coaching session, if I'm not doing that, if I'm finishing, you know, on time, they might think, oh, you know, I'm, I'm just not their coach because I'm not giving them more. It's just this feeling of being afraid of what others might think of you and how others might react. It could be anything. It could be your following. It could be your friends, your partner, your family. It could be your clients. It could be your team. Absolutely anything. So remember, right, it's like this inability to say no, this inability to set boundaries, to ask for what you want and to ask for what you need. And is this, if we tune into like the energetic body, normally with this archetype, the throat chakra is very, very blocked because we are not able to express how we want things, how we feel 
because maybe you don't like something maybe something is not sitting right with you but you're keeping it inside so it's blocking your throat because you're not able to say like I didn't like that that didn't sit right with me or I want this I don't like what you're doing <coughs> whatever that is right but again it can also be like you don't even know what you need like you're just unsure like what is it that I want right I'm just following things around and yes it's working but do I feel good doing that do I feel good cold DMing people do I feel good going live every single day do I feel good doing all these things right so the pleaser struggles to do what they want and also can struggle to understand what they actually want right and this comes from like feeling like you don't deserve your needs to be met like you don't deserve having what you want and of course this is just deeper and maybe the thought process is still not there maybe that awareness is still not there but the pleaser in its unbalanced trait doesn't feel like it's deserving <coughs> let me just drink some water so so far the pleaser always puts other first like other people first your clients other people's strategies your friends your family your partner partners like whatever it's like others goes first and i just try to please them right and i don't know how to ask for help i offer a lot of help but I don't, know, I don't know how to ask for help, right? And you keep taking on a lot and a lot because you keep saying yes to things that you would say no. And what happens as well is that the police can bring, can build a lot of resentment inside, can become very resentful. Why? Because the police is doing all these things that doesn't want to be doing. The pleaser is just, you know, staying quiet when it doesn't want to stay quiet. So inside there's all of this resentment, all of this anger, because the pleaser keeps betraying itself, themselves, I don't know how to express it, whatever problem resonates with you in this case. And the reason why, apart from not feeling, you know, deserving, it's also like this fear of not being accepted. Humans need connection, like human needs to have other humans. And this is like a survival reason, right? Like if we think back in time, we needed to be in a group in order to survive in the wild. And we still have that wiring, like the nervous system is wired to have people around to connect with others. And the biggest fear of the pleaser is that if they don't fawn, if they don't please, they are not going to be loved, they are going to be abandoned, they are going to be judged, right? <coughs> so the pleaser just has so much fear inside. And I mean, I can resonate so much with this archetype because it showed up throughout my whole life like the achiever 
and the Plaza. So the Ativa, for those who don't know, I would encourage you so much to go back to that episode, to that class, you know, to listen to it, to actually all of them, because we all have traits from all of this, because the nervous system moves up and down the ladder through all these survival mechanisms. So I have a lot of traits from the Ativa and I have a lot of traits from the Plaza. And I grew up in a family where my adaptive mechanism was to be a very, very good girl, a very, very good child, right? So the needs of my parents were put before mine, even if I was very, very little, because that's how I was raised. And that's one of, you know, the, the traumas that I had to experience is having very emotionally mature parents, mentally ill parents um, that just treated me like an adult and expected me to be their support and their friend, right? But I wasn't able to do that because I was obviously a child. So I had, in order to gain that love from my parents, because when I was doing that, I wasn't getting shouted at, or, you know, I was being told, like, I was a good girl, like I was a good child and things like that. So I just had to disconnect from my needs. I had to disconnect from what I wanted and be hyper attuned to them. And this is where, for example, highly sensitive people in this kind of environments like my own is where highly sensitive people are born. This is just basically an adaptive mechanism of your nervous system that in order to protect you, because if you're not attuned to them, they just might attack you you just become very, very connected to what they need. So you are so open energetically in the sense like I need to pick up on every single cue on my environment and every single cue on others in order to be able to avoid any threat by pleasing, by falling, right? So highly sensitive people, highly sensitive CEOs, this is the kind of environment that made you who you are. But this is just a very overactive nervous system. It's a nervous system that doesn't feel safe. Because when you're highly sensitive, when you do the nervous system work, you're actually to sort of control that. Like, when do I want to to people? And when I don't have to, so I'm not gonna do that because I'm just wasting my energy, right? Like, I don't have to be tuned to people all the time. I can turn that on and off whenever I want because otherwise it becomes very overwhelming. Anyways, I don't know what I was saying. <coughs> yeah, so I had to become very, very connected to my caregivers in order to give them anything they wanted, in order to give them the emotional support, in order to take care of my house, in order to take care of my sister, in order to take care of the pets, like absolutely everything. I was very young and I was cooking, I was very young and I was, you know, like being a mom for my sister and being a mom for my mom and all these kind of things. So I disconnected so much from my needs that honestly, it, until I went through my awakening and I started doing this work, I wasn't able to set a boundary. I wasn't able to say no. So I said yes to so many things that just didn't feel good at all to me because I didn't think I was allowed to do that. I didn't think I deserved that. And of course, under you know, like, beneath all of this what was like the fear of like if i say what i want 
if I ask for what I need, if I, <coughs> if I say no to this, I'm going to be abandoned, or I'm going to be attacked, or I'm going to be judged, you know, or I'm going to do all these things. So, this is where the pleaser normally is born, right? And it showed up at the beginning stages of my business so much in not being able to set boundaries with my clients, right? Like, maybe they missed on one session and even though they didn't tell me anything like you know you have to notify me in advance so i can book that spot for someone else or i can just keep going with my life because i've got a life and my time is very valuable but they were just not notifying me and i was just doing the session anyways now no like you are responsible you are self-accountable if you don't let me know in advance like enough time you've lost that session, that's it, right? Because I value my time and because I express what I need. Or I was answering to Boxer seven days a week. I don't do that anymore. Like I set boundaries in my Boxer. I'm gonna show up powerfully, but only in the times when I'm stating, this is what I'm showing up in Boxer. This is what I'm gonna answer to you. Or for example, um, I hired different coaches and I took on like different programs like I'm sure you all did and they didn't feel good like if I think about certain strategies that I had to do they just didn't feel good like for example I started cold DMing people so much and I knew from the beginning, this doesn't feel good to me. I don't like to just DM people knowing that my intention behind is to get something from you. I don't like it. It doesn't feel good. It felt draining. It just felt like so, so wrong. But because they were telling me this is the way of doing it, I didn't question it. I just said, okay, this is what I have to do. This is what she's doing. It's working for her. So I'm going to do absolutely the same. Oh, I also hired like a social media, co social media coach as well. And you know, they gave me <coughs> tips and they um, analyzed my, my feed and like told me what I had to do. And again, I didn't question it. I just went with it. There was not this process of like sort of understanding, is this what you need? Because at the end of the day, like we all work in different ways. If you're gonna do something that doesn't sit right with you, it's not gonna work. Or it might work, but then long term, you're going to feel drained and you're going to burn out and it's just not feeling good. And what's the point of doing business if, all if we all came here because we had a dream and we had a purpose? Like, what's the point doing it if we're going to feel like shit? Like, if we're doing this, it's probably because we're very passionate about something because we want to spread the message because we're going to create impact because we're going to help the world. So why would I do it if it's just sacrificing my health and sacrificing my well-being? But that was not like, honestly, I just followed through and I see it so many times like, we just put people on a pedestal and we think, okay, this is the way I'm just going to do it. And inside it's like, I don't want to do that. And I'm, <coughs> and I'm doing all these things and they don't feel good. But because we are embodying that pleaser that is so used to not caring for what they need, because of course they had to protect themselves. Like we just don't do anything about it. And we keep doing the things that we don't want to do and we don't say no when we want to say no and this is going to show up a lot in relationships as well like the amount of i don't know if toxic 
is the right word? I don't know how this cuff is going to come up in a podcast. Uh, let's see how it goes. The suffering that I had to go through with so many, you know, quote unquote, toxic relationships because I don't want to move my own responsibility in what I had, you know, in every single relationship that I had. It's insane because I was doing things that I did not want to do. And this has a very big toll on your body because when your body doesn't want something and you don't say no but you do the thing it is just there it leaves a mark it leaves like a very big wound that over time can lead to physical illness and mental illness and all this kind of stuff so again this is not just for business it's for all areas of your life the pleaser is there because it's just the nervous system response and now that I came up with um, <coughs> the like the different traits that you can sort of identify in yourself, you know, when the pleaser you sort of taking over. Like I like seeing this. I don't know if this will help you, but this is what I normally do with clients, and this is what you normally do, like in parts work, like internal family systems work. It's like I imagine there's a throne inside me, like a big chair and in that chair different parts can be sitting on because our nervous system states are also linked to the different inner parts that we have right so in that chair like the pleaser sits and is the one ruling right when this when the pleaser is like sitting on that throne then i know that i'm going to be feeling these things i know that certain thoughts are going to be activated like if i do this <coughs> they won't like me if I do this, this client is just going to drop and things like that. And I'm going to feel like this resentment inside my body, like this anger. I'm going to feel tense. I'm going to feel drained. I might feel burnout. Yeah, so now, now that I exposed all of this, um, I want to explain something very interesting. Because the pleaser, it's a mix of different states. Of the nervous system so it's a mix of different archetypes because for us in order to be able to tune into others we need to access the ventral branch of the nervous system because we are connecting with our face and we are tuning into others because that's what we do right like that's how we connect with people so in order to do that, we need to activate that part. So that would be like the magician part of it. But at the same time, because we are shutting down from our emotions and our needs, we are also going into the dorsal vagus of the nervous system, right? Which would be sort of like the sleeping beauty. But at the same time, because we are connecting with others, tuning into what they need, we are shutting down what we want in order to please them, and we are taking action to please them, we are also accessing the mobilization fight or flight side, so the achiever, the warrior energy, those archetypes, in order to do the things, right? I'm gonna take that call even if I didn't have to take it. I'm gonna, I don't know, whatever, right? Like whatever you were doing that doesn't feel good for you, so the pleaser is a mix of the different states of the nervous system. Let me just remove these messages because it keeps giving me the 
the message second connection is not good. I hope it is. <laughs> oh, Joanna, I love the examples you put. I can definitely identify with your saying. I'm glad. I'm glad it's helping. Like, yes, so we receive so many questions about, you know, people pleasing and like the phone response because it's very, very, very common. Okay. Let me check this. I, well, I sort of said this throughout the podcast, but basically these unbalanced traits of the archetypes or these unbalanced traits of the pleaser, like this is a survival response, right? Like, as I said before, we sort of created this response in order to adapt to our environment and to the different things that were going on. So these are adaptive mechanisms that we just have to adopt in order to survive, in order to keep us safe. Why am I saying this? Because I want you to have compassion for yourself. I want you to have curiosity. I want you to treat yourself gently because it can be so easy to just jump into, you know, criticism and feeling oh my god why do i have to be like that which are also different archetypes you know active in there and i want you to know this is just an adaptation of the nervous system you did not choose this this is not a conscious choice this is not a mindset trick like this is literally the nervous system doing its job because that's what the nervous system is there for to ensure survival and ensuring survival also means avoiding or preventing any sort of emotional damage. And because around you, all of that, those things were going on, a way for you to actually survive was to adopt these mechanisms, right? So you had no choice. It's perfectly fine. You're not broken. There's absolutely nothing wrong with you. Now, with this information and now, as an adult, you can do something about it, right? Like, when we actually take care of the nervous system, when we actually bring safety into the nervous system, when we start opening that portal for safety, which means ease, connection, freedom, fun, relaxation, we are able to remove that pleaser from the throne, and put that musician, which is like the portal, right? Of all that is. And be able to take a pleaser only when we want and only when we need and those balance traits, right? So this is where it comes from. It comes from trauma. Because for example, the experiences that I expressed about my childhood and what I went through, this is trauma. Those are situations that I wasn't able, my nervous system wasn't able to cope with. So it had to adapt, right? Because trauma is not just a big dramatic event, which of course it is as well, but it's like these small things. Anything is not the event itself, it's the response of our nervous system to that event. So the archetypes are born out of trauma, they are adaptive mechanisms. And I think that's it. I think that's everything I wanted to say about the 
pleaser that was a lot of information and i hope it was helpful um yeah i think it's such an interesting archetype because of the physiological reasons why the pleaser is activated that i'm just so passionate about it and i think like we get so so drained from being on the pleaser like 24 7 that so many people resonate with it and it's just like fresh air to know what it comes from and knowing that we can actually change it like oh i'm not like this this is not who i am right like this is just the nervous system response like this is just my nervous system archetype that is coming to place but i can actually do something about it so it doesn't have to be in the throne 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 i don't know how to pronounce that i don't have jen today um to to tell me all these things so yeah that's it for today next episode is gonna be about the magician so we're gonna end up like with the big big archetype <coughs> and if any of this resonates with you like if you're hearing this information and just feeling like oh my god like yeah this is what i need like my body is asking for never system work like i've been doing all of these things i've been trying i've been doing the hard work but still feel like i'm not getting what i want right this is because never system work is the foundation for absolutely everything is what i said before never system is the base because everything we do everything we think every the way we connect the way we speak the way we react all of this is born in the nervous system so if you're feeling like, oh my God, yes, this is it, feel free to reach out, um, DM me on Instagram, ask me any questions. We have different ways of working with us from long-term membership to single sessions, strategy packages, like different things that depending on what you're looking for and where you're at in your journey, like we can sort of guide you um, to one or one of our offers <laughs> so that's it thank you so much i really hope this is going to be uploaded properly because i was really excited to come in live it's been a long time and yeah see you next time with jen hopefully bye